Hello, welcome to another episode of Church Technology. And yes, we've missed a few weeks, and uh, we're sorry about that, being a little bit under the weather and a bunch of other changes going on. In fact, uh, we're trying to change the structure of the show a little bit in January, so this whole thing is being, uh, whole all of our shows are being like restructured a little bit, just to make them a little fresh and no, not really a big deal, but I like to bring a co-host on this show. I'm trying to find a co-host right now. So if you know somebody that might be interested in co-hosting and is involved in uh, trip technology regularly, then uh, let me know, because I'm definitely looking around for one right now. So this week, we uh, I'm going to think it's a little quick, because uh, we're really are behind some times and behind doing anything's done and stuff like that. But uh, one thing you can notice, I'm sitting actually in the control room. So I'm not in the studio, which is the near side of the wall in front of me. I'm actually out where the person who is switching, if somebody's switching for me or doing taking calls or whatever, sits. And I'll give you a little bit of a, an idea. This is the control area that I'm sitting at. So on the other side of the wall right here is the room where I'm, we generally sit and and do uh, our shows. And there's you can't really see on this side, but I got a bunch of monitors. So it's six monitors there and uh, a couple monitors over there. So, uh, but uh, I'm out here this week because... Something a little bit different. Uh, we are working on the other room a little bit. I added a couple monitors in there, but nothing major. It just was more convenient to do it out here. I just finished uh, another show and decided to stick out here and do it while I was sitting here. This week, though, is a little bit of something that uh, I found interesting. And it's an inexpensive way of doing colored lights. You see around your stage. If you don't want to go out and spend lots and lots of money on like LED fixtures and things like that, you just want to do some accent lighting and things like that. I found uh, a way. Actually, I didn't find it. Somebody else at my church found it and showed me uh, about showing it. Um, if you watch our Let's Make It show, we've we've shown how to control these LED strips before, but there's actually something new out. So let me show you what I'm talking about here. First of all, um, I should have gotten this out before now because it's a little noisy. So these uh, little wind reels uh, have different uh, color, like the LEDs are red, green, and blue. And the whole the whole strip is, you know, one color, red, green, or blue. You see you have the plugs here and red, green, uh, blue, and white, white being the common. And actually the plug's coming off the end there. Um, and it comes with a, with a little white box to control it. And it comes with one of these. Inexpensive, but not very convenient to control it with one of these. In fact, the options that come on this are not that good, and, and the controller isn't that good. If you're doing any kind of video, you'll see uh, refresh rates are you can't. It's hard to get past the the flickering of the LEDs. But there is a way to get around it, and it's fairly inexpensive. A way, and if you already have a light board, you'll find this very interesting. This is a box, and let's see if I can find the manufacturer on it. Uh, of course not. Just a, it's a DMX five twelve decoder for LED lights. If you search for that, you'll find you'll you'll find them. I don't know why a company wouldn't put the name on here. Um, think they'd want to sell more of them, but uh, maybe not. Anyways, the, it does work very well though. So it takes in and out DMX right here, and you can also if you're in the new DMX, it's Cat five takes that. It does some things automatic. It's called fun. It just flickers and does all kinds of other things. But if you turn off the fun, you can actually set the DMX address. And then on this side, this plug comes off. And you basically put in here your voltage, your 12 volts of minus and positive. 
And then you hit your common, your red, green, and blue. They call them channel one, two, and three, so you can put any way you want. I do red, green, and blue. You put that in, you screw this into this, and you plug this in. And then there's your light strip controlled by your light board without having to go through and use this silly little thing. Um, so you can have complete control. And uh, these lights are pretty bright, and they last, they're LEDs, they last a long time. It, why not just go out? I mean, this this was probably about uh, 30 bucks, 30, 40 bucks. Um, I got it from somewhere in China, which I'm sure that's where it's probably made. I think I got it off uh, AliExpress. And uh, these are like $12 for a 50-foot roll. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you can do really inexpensive lighting accents and effects. Um, the guy who showed me this at my church actually did some really cool things with them um, on on the stage with uh, the, what do we call them, the risers. I can't get the name. With the risers, uh, as far as, like, making them look really cool, and he has them some kind of material that glows in there. I have to ask what the material is, but it's a very inexpensive uh, and uh, easy way to do some quick accent lighting. Uh, I don't know what the, you just got to make sure you get the right power for this. And when I, when I got these, I got the, the five amp 12 volt. So it should be able to run the whole string uh, fairly easily. And the strings are adjustable. You can see, you can see, uh, you can't really tell probably, but inside of there, there's like little scissors. You can cut them to the right length and you can just solder on more wires and use it. Uh, any length you want just make sure you got enough power to power the length that you that you want but uh so church technology is um still around and we are kind of revamping it a little bit we have a long list of things we wanted to do but we felt like we wanted to do more of a discussion versus more of a less of a teaching uh so we're going to bring in the ability for people to you can always come to the chat room when we do this monday nights uh, but we haven't been consistent enough for you to know when to come and we're going to fix that definitely in January with a long list of subjects and another uh, co-host, hopefully, by then. Plus, we may even add, we have the ability to do this from, from other shows that are coming on. We take phone calls now. And uh, whether it's a hundred number in the United States, outside the United States, it's a it's a regular number. Or you can Skype in to our um, Skype account. It's a voice only. You know, we do all of our shows with our guests and, uh, and co-hosts through Skype. Uh, or most of the time we do use Skype. We use Skype quite a bit, uh, but this Skype is strictly for voice. So you just call into call in from one Skype to the other. If you're outside the country and you want you wanted to talk, so that's an option we um, we have coming up as as well. But uh, we're trying to make it more of a, a regular thing. We also would like your input on what you'd like us to cover. Uh, I have a lot of friends that do church stuff, so we can cover lots of things. Uh, many of them have been doing it for many, many years, and prior to doing it for the church, they were doing it professionally. So whether it's lighting or sound or IT or whatever, we can definitely cover it with this show. So that, that's our goal coming up, and it'll become a lot more regular in, in January. So December, we're going through and redesigning um, we're changing the graphics a little bit on the shows. The lower thirds making them look for you. Actually, have uh, one of our friends that's a designer designing some of the lower thirds and things like that. So we're you know cleaning up that. We've rearranged the studio a little bit. Uh, you probably, uh, if unless you watch the studio tour from one of the other shows, you probably don't really notice much. But uh, internally, we're changing a lot of equipment around and software to store, make the workflow stream a little bit easier. Although I think the workflow is pretty easy. We're just switching. Uh, I hate to say this, from a Mac to a PC, uh, just because, unfortunately, Macs don't have expandability. The new ones that have the high power don't have easel, easel, 
easily aren't easily expandable to take video capture cards. So we're still using our, our ATEM to to do the switching right now. Actually, now I'm not even on the ATEM. I'm using um, it's everything I'm using right now is USB into Wirecast, but it goes from the ATEM to Wirecast for switching, and then from that Wirecast to yet another Wirecast for streaming. And uh, the Macs that we had weren't powerful enough to handle that, so we uh, had the choice of either going and building a PC or, um, well, using everything external, like buying some kind of Mac that's some kind of external. But the external stuff wasn't reliable. We tried that for a little bit with some AJ stuff and uh, some Blackmagic stuff. So nothing was reliable enough to consider it to be 24-hour streaming. So we built uh, the PCs. We tried to do some Hackintosh stuff, but in the long run, we decided we didn't want the lack of support uh, for that. So we've switched over to... Uh, Windows 7 for both of the Wirecast machines. So that's kind of been in in progress. And it works a little differently. And um, But it seems like it's a lot more stable. I'm definitely uh, much more comfortable with it being a stable platform because the external devices would sometimes just disappear and Wirecast wouldn't see them anymore. And you know, so all the stability issues have seemed like they have, have gone with uh, switching out the hardware. But we've done all the switching around in the background. It's a lot of work. Uh, we've rearranged the other studio just a little bit. Nothing that's obvious to the to the viewers, but to us, it's a it's a big deal how we rearrange some of the the monitors that we we watch and we've lowered the cameras and added PTZs to them, things like that. Uh, so it's been a long work in progress. Plus, if you if you watch Let's Make It, you know I'm about to release a hardware switcher as well, and that's just keeping me really busy sourcing parts and. Some of the vendors aren't aren't very fast at producing things for me, so it's just it's been a, a lot of work to to keep up with that. So, um, anyways, this is for technology. I just wanted to to do a quick episode, to let you know we didn't fall off the face of the earth. Although it feels like we have, because I haven't sat here and done one for a, a good while now. And uh, well, that will definitely I might do one more before the end of the year. I don't know. The end of the year is kind of. Um, busy for us the last two weeks especially so i don't know if i'll get another one in before then but in january after there all the dust settles from the, the the new year's eve and all that stuff and new year stuff we'll be doing regular shows on monday our list of things we want to do is very long so it's not that we don't have the content that we want to do uh we just don't have the time to do all the research and put it together properly to do it justice and rather than do it halfway i'd rather just do it um later when we have the time and where it does it does the best benefit for everybody. So anyways, that was it for this week's church technology and keep checking back. We'll be back on a regular schedule very, very soon. For show notes for this show, contacts and more, go to the techzen.tv website where you can get show notes for all of our shows. We love to hear from our viewers and listeners. We have an email, a Twitter and a phone number where you can contact us for each show. For details, visit the techzen.tv website and get the show details. You can also make a video and upload it somewhere like YouTube or Vimeo and then just send us a link. You never know, you may see your video in a future show. You can get all of our shows delivered automatically to your favorite device by going to your favorite podcast website like iTunes and subscribing. Each of our shows also has a YouTube channel you can subscribe to to get regular updates. Our shows are also available on most internet radio networks like Stitcher and TuneIn Radio. You can also watch and listen to our shows on Xbox, TiVo, and Roku. You can even find us on your Zoom.